Have you ever had writer's block and just could not find a way to get words on a page or ever struggled to maintain a strong writing motivation throughout your day, week or even month? Well, in this week's How to PhD, we're going to be sharing our very best writing motivation hacks, including one method that genuinely saved my sanity in the last months of my PhD. Hello and welcome back to the show. My name is Aaron and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Julia. Hello. And so this week we are talking about writing productivity and motivation. And I guess, you know, writing is the absolute cornerstone of PhD work, right? And often it can be very hard to keep up that motivation or even to get started. Um, so Julia, you know, how did you how did you find your writing journey in your PhD? I think when it came to writing my thesis, um, I really enjoyed starting it. Um, just like, yeah, I was quite excited to, to get it down on paper and make it really nice and uh, neat and well written. But then I think once I had the first drafts, like just going over and over again and rewriting and editing that I found oh, really tiring. And just... Yeah, it was also in, in the beginning of the pandemic during lockdown when not yeah. much was going on. So it was a strange time anyway. So I found it really tough. It's really interesting because that's the kind of the opposite of me. And it's the other way around, right? I find starting really mm. difficult. But once I love the editing and revisions part. <laughs> so um, let's go into some tips, you know, to kind of understand, you know, whatever you're coming from, um, you know, how do you maintain that motivation? Um, and particularly, you know, what techniques can you use to really kick things off and I guess the first thing is really to you know is exactly what we've done there is to reflect on you know why mm. might your you know to look inward and kind of work out why is your writing stalling in the first place exactly so I think quite similar to um, procrastination which we talked about in a previous episode mm. is that you really have to look inwards to work out what is it about the writing task that is causing you to lose your motivation so for you it was the blank page right um, sometimes I think for some people it's also the distractions or people in the office um, which I think then the procrastination episode might be quite helpful as well um, but, but for me I think often it was like I was sure is the quality of my writing quite there like is it in, is it good enough like this question always like is it good enough um, to submit or not um and also whether my editing make, made sense or what was I improving or I'm making worse by my <laughs> rewriting efforts and um maybe sometimes also feeling like you're not making progress why mm. there's some chapters as well I think the discussion for me was like I wasn't sure was I making progress and adding enough stuff um, so I think that was is really the first thing um, to work out what is stopping you in order then to use certain techniques, which we're going to talk about next. Exactly. Think, uh, very, to address these problems. Very neat segue into how do you deal with each mm -hmm. of those problems. So we're going to tackle each of these reasons in turn. Um, first, starting with, you know, if you're not feeling like you're making any progress, what can you do? Um, and a lot of that is around visualizing and tracking your progress. So visualizing and tracking your progress. Now this can be one of the most effective ways. I think it's very common to feel like you're not 
making any progress or to, to not see that progress that you're making when you're writing, which can in turn feel like a little bit demotivational. Mm-hmm. So um, there are very easy and very effective techniques to visualizing what you're doing. And, and this has been shown across many different studies to be a very effective motivational technique, not just in writing, but generally, you know, having kind of some kind of visual reminder of what you're achieving. Really, really powerful. Um, so there's a few ways to do this. And I think, you know, the first one that jumps to a lot of people's minds and it's kind of the, you know, the default option is word counts, right? It's very simple. It's the one that most people think of. Um, and there's a whole bunch of, you know, of course, you've got the word um, word count tool mm-hmm. uh, built into Word. Uh, there are tools online. So there's a useful website called Story Tools with a Z at the end, uh, .com, um, which, you know, you can put in the word count that you want to achieve and it will you know, you'll mm. create a little progress bar for you. Word doesn't have that in build. Or did you mean it, like it, you just no, see the word count, but exactly, you don't see yeah. how much you've improved to the previous, except you write it down, which would be a simple way. If you don't yeah. want to use a tracker, but yeah, that tool, that's story exactly tools, it. does that for you, I exactly guess. Exactly that. So mm. yeah, Word, as far as I know, doesn't create mm. a progress bar or anything, or doesn't let you put yeah. in a, um, a goal or something. Mm. So, But it obviously lets you count it. So you could mm-hmm. sort of manually, maybe on a post note or something, write down your Word count that you see. And then, you know, at the end of the day, update that uh, but and then these... later it will be the other way around you're trying to uh, shorten the words again that's right. <laughs> <Is> that the... <laughs> but yeah definitely useful <laughs> that's right that. exactly that so um, <laughs> yeah you'll probably end up having to cut that back but you know that's exactly the exactly that point you know I personally don't think word count is the best way to measure progress I think it's mm-hmm. it's one way um, but as you said you know at the end you're probably going to have to be taking words away mm-hmm. um, and actually you might spend quite a lot of time just simply editing a page which as you say might reduce the word count or the word count might not even change or you mm-hmm. might just even be conceptualizing what needs to go on uh, but actually there's been huge progress so while it's a useful first method and you know it's one way to visualize progress Julia there's actually more effective ways to maintain your motivation right yes and that is goal setting so if you feel like the word count is not really helping you and maybe even make it worse for you get more stressed because it's not really the quality is improving but you don't see it on the word count um, then goal setting might be a really good thing for you so for example make really specific um, objectives that you set for yourself for example complete this argument or refine the story Um, so focus on ideas rather than just the Mm. the plain word count and you can use also um, apps like Trello that I used that definitely in the last month of my PhD quite a lot of things I think which you're using Erin to really break down which chapters um, you you want to complete maybe you can talk a bit more about uh, things because that has been really helpful yeah um, and I think I mentioned this in in other episodes as well Mm. but a really good app it's unfortunately it's not free but I think you could do very similar things with the free reminders app Mm. or other reminder apps but essentially you know what things focuses on is that you kind of have an inbox section which is just Mm. everything you need to do and then you move things from the inbox into the today section Mm. so there's kind of a um, this process of just focusing on what you're going to do today don't Mm. worry too much about you know Wednesday Thursday Friday just what are you doing today Uh, and you tick them off and again as you say Julia it's about you put in your ideas or the the overall goals that you want to achieve rather than these kind of set quantitative Mm. this this Mm. many words it's more like 
complete this argument or complete this paragraph around this idea or mm-hmm. rethink this particular thing. Or find references, right? Sometimes that takes a lot of time, but um, you won't see a big increase in work on, but it actually took you a lot of time to find those references and just complete a paragraph or a few pages. Yeah, exactly that. So that's another way of sort of, you know, yeah perfect example um so things or reminders are very good at tracking that uh and julia you used something called bullet journaling right well not as so my my friend used bullet journal which is quite i, I think um yeah a beautiful way <laughs> if you're good at um having a nice um journal that you keep very neat i think i'm not good to consistently keep something neat so what i ended up yeah but it's doing is um, writing it down every t- day the writing tasks that i wanted to keep complete or for the week so for me at some point um I stopped using Trello uh, because I I don't know, maybe I was too much on my screen. I didn't want to be even more on different websites. So so I just put vote down manually. Um, But yeah, I think just try what works best for you. Might be worth having an episode in the future about bullet journaling. Because I've I've heard a lot of people using bullet journaling and, you know, it's it's a useful technique. Mm -hmm. Kind of related to that in in name, but Mm. not so much in concept is also, you know, another technique is to use a personal writing journal, right? So this Mm. is essentially little notes in your own words to describe what you've done. And again, this is all about visualizing getting your progress down on paper so that you can see what's happening. So again, mm. it's it's not about capturing that stuff quantitatively, but it's appreciating that sometimes, you know, progress is just getting an idea right in your head. Mm. Um, and so for me, that means I, I mentioned this before as well, like, you know, I just use little post-it notes that I kind of just write on at the end of the day to say, you know, I've done this, I've done this, and tomorrow I'm going to mm. do this. And I stick that on my monitor when I come mm. in the next day. I see that, you know, and then as I do it, I can just scratch them off. And actually I I keep, you know, I take that off the monitor and have a little pile Mm. of these used poster notes next to me. And I can see like, oh, all right, that's quite a a (laughs) a decent pile there, you know? So um, again, it's motivational, right? Mm. I can see even if I haven't been writing hundreds of words, I've made progress. I've ticked off things that I Mm. needed to do. Um, And I guess, Julia, you do something a little bit more digital with with word right well yeah i think just to keep um, track of my progress as well i um, always wrote like meeting agenda so especially in the last i think month of my phd i like to have like regular meetings with my supervisors but if your supervisor isn't up for that doesn't have enough time you can also do it with a friend or a colleague um so and in that meeting agenda i already had a section with updates and mm. i put in in writing in there all the progress that i had made on my thesis and then i could say oh actually i've done quite a lot since last uh, week or last month so that helped me stay motivated as well on my progress yes exactly and uh, you know again very another easy uh, tip is you can also use your calendar right to basically put in events that into your calendar sort of as you complete them so you know if you don't want to use a reminders app you could you know at the end of the day you can create a bunch of Mm. events for like nine o'clock that day um and say you know um chapter complete or this paragraph was completed and then you can sort of see back in your calendar so it's using the calendar Mm. in a kind of retrospective way but you'll be able to say all these blocks of things that you've completed and again it's a kind of visual tracker um 
in a similar way, Julia, I guess you can also use Excel for something like yes. that. Yes. So I also had um, a Gantt chart in Excel that I used um, where I was just writing down in, in a table all the different tasks that I needed to complete in order to get my thesis finished. And then I would use your yeah, colors um, to track my, my progress on there. Um, so different Gantt charts. I think we have shared them as well online um, in the in our was it called? Oh my gosh, I don't know. The show notes, yeah. The yeah. show notes, thank you. section, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to take a look at that, there should be some help for you. Excellent. Yeah, and you know, at the end of all this, at the core of all of this is essentially anything you can do to visualize mm. your progress, even if it's just putting some stickers on a piece of paper that you stick on your wall, anything, mm. visualizing what you're doing is is just absolutely key. And, and that's the the core to maintaining motivation yeah so for example also for me like printing sometimes the chapters that i'd written um would make me see oh actually that it's it's getting bigger <laughs> the pile of paper right because i think often you see the thesis from people who have um, finished and you just see the end result the finished thesis thing oh my god that's so thick i'm never gonna get there and then by just printing sometimes um be careful with the environment though <laughs> of course you don't want to print too much but i think sometimes it's really really helpful yes as well exactly that. So uh, at the top of the show, we talked about some other reasons why you might be stalling in terms of writing. Um, and one of those was around, is it the people in the office or that feeling of the quality of your writing not being there? And actually, the two can actually go quite hand in hand. So let's talk about that next. So let's think about the people who are working around you, which can have sort of both positive and negative mm -hmm. consequences. Um, but Julia, can you tell us a little bit more about this? Let's start with the negative consequences then. <laughs> so I guess sometimes um, people around you or the office environment can be distracting. Um, so I think it's important to try to set clear boundaries and communicate your needs. So if you really think, okay, this is my time where I have to get something on paper and write or edit, um, then really I think you have to communicate that with the people that you share your office with. If you tend to have people who come in with their coffee and then want to have a little chat and <laughs> I mean, it can be really nice. Maybe that helps you writing as well, but if it's something um, that disturbs you um, or stops you from writing, I think then you really have to let them know. I, I think I've seen on um, social media as well like um, this um, that some people put a little sign behind them please don't talk to me I will um, <laughs> chat for you for half an hour and not get my work done I think it's quite a sweet like thing because it shows you you're usually a social person right that likes to um, have a nice chat but you're just there to get finished right yeah i guess it you know it can be awkward to set those boundaries right and to tell people mm. oh you know i don't want to do this right now so just having a sign like that kind of takes the awkwardness out of it mm. you can also you know if, if it is such a distracting office environment and i had a similar experience to this because i was working because it was an industry phd i was effectively working in an actual industrial office right so there was, was an open office yeah, yeah it was an open, open office space. and it had you yeah, know jag you know there's jaguar land rover mm. employees you know automatic Motive, you know employees all there as well as the academic researchers and you know in industry the, they have a lot of meetings and conversations mm -hmm. in the open office so hugely distracting so I literally couldn't go around and tell everyone you know these are my boundaries you know because it was just them talking it wasn't them even talking to me so you can switch up your environment right you mm -hmm. could go to a cafe you can move to a different room and and I did this you know at the at the really at the, right at the end of my PhD when I was just proofreading things and it was just, it was really like 
just pure like checking for spelling mistakes and mm. really like dry stuff i just stood at a bar table we had a quite a tall bar table mm. in the corner Sometimes standing up yeah yeah so, i just mm. stood up put my laptop there and i and that helped hugely mm. just to switch it up for me um i think i think i um didn't have an open office so that when my colleague was likely quite similar to me i think that we both came we, we are very friendly with each other we had a nice chat but then we both like worked and um that worked for us but um at times um where i was not in the office or in other environments it helped me really to have noise cancelling headphones as well on um so that i really was in my own little zone <laughs> um and of course as a musician i have to mention music here as well i think music can be hugely motivating as well i um as a classical musician actually i cannot work to classical music because <laughs> i find it too distracting but for me i need either really dramatic you know <laughs> um music so that makes me i think type faster if, oh if there's God. something wow. yeah, dramatic music or like yeah just upbeat music um so i think yeah try to find a playlist that works for you yeah exactly and i guess uh, so we talked a lot about you know the consequences or the negative consequences of people around you but actually um on another hand it can be quite beneficial you can work it to your advantage right? yeah and i i think i mentioned that for me it was really about being worried is the quality of my writing good enough and losing the motivation of rewriting editing so i really um had so much help from people around me so i used them in a really positive way so i would ask them to give me feedback on drafts and that really kept me motivated i thought oh my friend is gonna read that and she's giving her time to um, read my draft so i better make it as good as i can right so it boosted my motivation because I didn't want to waste people's time by giving them drafts that were not good enough in my, in my view and it also um, was kind of setting then a deadline of a new okay I, I told my friend I'm going to send her the draft um, on Monday um, then it, it motivated me to get it done by that time um, also yeah having people helping me with proofreading or giving their comments then just opening the draft and seeing fresh comments and even sometimes people saying oh this reads really well don't worry this yeah. is really at the quality just yeah. give reassurance i think and that boosted my motivation again to sit down again and um yeah knowing which bits i had to work on more and which ones were actually fine yeah exactly and um you know uh, another aspect to that you know if you don't have those colleagues directly around you then writing groups have been shown to be really effective in maintaining that motivation mm -hmm. to write and uh you know your university might have these writing groups or write yeah sometimes called writing retreats as writing well if you retreats. want to google it and find some or yeah yeah there might be some external to the uni mm. as well um at warwick they the session was called something like shut up and write <laughs> um but the whole point mm. is that you're with other people who you can bounce ideas off so people you know can be can be a distraction but you can also really use them mm -hmm. to your advantage um look if they're going to be chatting anyway then you can yeah. steer that chat into a positive <laughs> thing that's going to help your work right um mm. so very very powerful um so last tip we're going to be talking about or the last issue you know we mentioned was around staring at that blank page which was the one that i struggled with massively and now we're going to be talking about a technique which completely changed and really saved me uh, when it came to dealing with that issue so let's talk about that now so let's talk about the technique which really helped me with dealing with that kind of what i call blank page syndrome so i really hated that and actually you know um so one of the easiest things that helped me deal with you know 
getting past that blank page in Word was really just starting by pasting anything that I'd written in the past, right? So that was the first thing I did. Um, if I'd happened to write a little bit of literature, if there was any paragraph from one of my old journal papers or an intro that I'd used before, yes, it's self-plagiarizing, yeah, okay? <laughs> but it, I knew I would be rewording it, but it just gave me a structure to get me going. And mm -hmm. that was really important even having just a skeleton structure. So writing the headings for each chapter, which you know is what we do with our thesis template, which is available to download at the, um, at the website, on our website at howtophd.show. It has those headings for you. You just write those in and it just gives you something to work mm. into, right? Um, and it just made me feel so much better. Mm. Um, and I guess, you know, if you don't have that kind of content already, pre-prepared um then it's about okay how do you work out you know the the best way to get around that um and one of the easiest methods to do that is a tool called free writing right and so this is about sort of getting over that hesitation you have around how do you word things and put it down on the page right sometimes we get writer's block because we can't quite work out mm -hmm. how this page is going to look how we structure it um and and we kind of get stuck and we end up not putting anything down um i don't know julia did you ever uh, experience that kind of writer's block um i i mean i think for me it's really um i can't quite relate to the blank page i love blank pages i like starting and i have more the problem that i start over and over again with a blank page and rather than editing i start writing again but um yeah i definitely um want to try or i think with papers with journal papers i use that more that free writing style um and at the beginning of my phd as well when i was still not so confident writing english and it would take me a lot of time to phrase something than just putting something down and even sometimes then in, in my um native language in german um just to get something down and edit it i think yeah it, that definitely helped me yeah, exactly yeah so Let's go into a little bit more detail about what free writing is. And so the whole idea is just to get words down on the page, okay? And so there's some rules to this, right? So the first thing is to set a time limit. So you can really specify amount of time that you're gonna be free writing for. It can be as short as five minutes, or I've seen some people do like 30 minutes or longer. So it's really depending on your preference and the time that you have. Um, and then think about a prompt, right? So what are you gonna be, you know, what are you writing about? So if it's a particular topic, if it's a particular argument you're trying to get down, if it's just the introduction of your work, um, it sometimes the prompt can be a single word or it can be like a phrase, just anything to basically give you a starting point to start writing. And this is the key thing, right, with free writing is that you simply write continuously, right? So you, you start writing, uh, if you're writing on paper, then you, you keep your pen on the page. If it's fingers on a keyboard, there's no interruption. So you don't think about grammar, you don't think about spelling or punctuation or coherence. You're really just writing whatever thoughts and ideas come into your head um, about that topic. And it's super weird at, at, the at first, right? Because you immediately mm. think, oh, hang on, what did I just write? Do I want to edit that? But no. There's no editing or censoring, right? It's crucial that you don't stop or edit or judge anything that you're mm -hmm. writing. So you're not crossing anything out. You're not deleting anything. The whole focus is to get out of that block and to just go, you know, on the other extreme and just write continuously. And 
embrace any tangents that come along. You know, if you suddenly get, you know, while you're writing about whatever your intro, if you get a tangent, follow that tangent and just, you know, just write your ideas about that. Um, and if you can't think of what to write, you know, simply write about that, you know, so describe <laughs> your own writer's block or your frustration with the progress. Oh, so you could say, you know, um, you know, automated vehicles are, you know, coming in the next 10 years and, oh, hang on, I'm not really sure what to write here. I think <laughs> I should be talking about something about why it's important or why people find it mm. frustrating to use automated vehicles. You know, suddenly I've, mm-hmm. and I was genuinely like free thinking there. Um, you know, suddenly I've got some reasons which I could then search and scholar later. But the point is, I've got it down on paper. Once you've completed that timer, right, five minutes is up, however long you set. Or if you're really out of words to, to write, um, then look back and reflect on it. You know, pull out the ideas, highlight any particular sections um, and then start going into detail. You know, you can then start a new Word doc, look at that document that you've just created, that free writing doc and pull ideas in and begin to Mm. work it but you've got a basis and that's the entire entire point of free writing you know that makes me think of and maybe for some people it works really well as well to rather than write everything down or i think this free writing might work for me for free speaking you know rather than just writing down dictating and nowadays there are good ways um how you can dictate it and i've seen like some people um yeah who are just talking on like they would write it in their own words and suddenly that um can stop your block because you're just talking about it or for me just having a chat with other people about what i want to write but maybe that could be another powerful um, method because you mentioned like not worrying about um punctuation or grammar and i think when you just speak that goes yeah no right, that just um, goes yeah, away that's actually a really good point yeah if you this doesn't have to be free writing. You could just be dictating this mm. into, not even into a dictation. You can just even just record it, right? Mm. Into a little audio uh, voice yeah, And come back something. to it later as well. But you know, you have something safe that, or if you have a good idea or thought, um, then you can just quickly, wherever you are, like just make a quick uh, voice insane. message. Yeah, we might have just come up with a new method uh, <laughs> For on new the fly. writing retreats. Yeah. Incredible. So. <laughs> um, so do let us know if free writing. Now I can say that, honestly, that, saved me in the end of my PhD because I was dealing with some really tricky things to try and bring together and this just absolutely helped me so much so see if you you know give it a try it's not for everyone Um, you know try these other methods uh, that we talked about but if writer's block is your thing then free writing might be the thing that that really helps you so hopefully you know this episode's given you some really useful tools to think about you know how to first you know reflecting on why your writing might be stalling and you might have writer's block you know is it that blank page is it the people around you uh, or is it that feeling that you're not making any progress so the first thing you can do as we talked about visualize your progress and we talked about a whole bunch of ways you can do that think about the people around you both from a negative perspective but also think about how can you flip that and use it in a positive way and of course you can use a method an extreme method like free writing to really get out of that block, get out of your comfort zone. Uh, and you might just find that you some ideas pop up which you never thought um, would, would come up in the first place. Uh, so hopefully that gives you a whole bunch of things uh, to maintain your writing motivation. So thank you so much for listening to another episode of How to PhD. Uh, Julia, we're, we're doing this new thing where you end the episode with a nice... 
uh, motivational. Uh, is, it, is it becoming a thing now? I think it should become a thing. Julia's <laughs> no ending pressure. motivation. No, yeah. just to say as a last thing, like don't forget to treat yourself as well for achievements or if maybe that can boost your motivation if you just say, oh, tonight I'm going to go um, to see a, a movie or I'm going to meet my friend or have a drink or a walk, whatever it is. Um, yeah, celebrate your little achievements um, to keep you motivated and productive could not agree more i think that's really really important so thank you so much for listening to how to phd as always if you enjoy listening to the show uh, then head over to apple podcasts or spotify and please do leave us a review it helps other people find the show uh, it helps it become more discoverable uh, and it's really lovely to see those reviews as well so please do head over there alternatively you know head over to our website howtophd.show and you can leave a small donation and support us through buy me a coffee thank you as always to everyone who has so generously donated to us it really means so much uh, contact at howtophd.show at x and instagram at how to phd show uh, are the places to get in touch we love hearing from you and of course you know if you know of someone who could benefit from listening to this podcast then please do share it with them help spread the word uh, we really want to help as many phd candidates as possible so please do share it as widely as you can so I think that's everything we need to talk about. So get back to your writing then. (laughs) Get back to your writing. Keep that writing motivation. uh, And we will see you all next week.